The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Even if you feel like you're dominating Paul Craig, he needs one second to throw up that triangle and you're screwed. Well, this is an entertaining sport where he's entertained. Submission in round two. Nobody finished like me. I deserve belt. I deserve. Hey, Juliana Penha. Chitara Myra Bono Silva. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. My dear friend Matt and I are here today, and a little bit of a technical glitches to start, but you don't give a shit and you shouldn't. Um, we have uh, Paul Craig is returning to the uh, the program he has not been on in a little while and um uh myra bueno silva after that incredible win over holly do you realize she's the first person to tap holly um uh, now, now holly went to sleep against uh misha tate but she was just, remember that little punch she just kind of threw those little like almost rabbit punches and pu- passed out i believe that uh uh um, myra is the first woman to get her to tap which was fucking amazing jimmy yes sir different about you today hmm. um well sure. do i look do i look a little more tuckered out because i've been traveling and my first day back i decided to go and do a little strangling jujitsu no i like that you're doing that that's the new you there's something strangely a little bit wait a minute I you think I... wait a single second, my little bird. <laughs> what is today? What happened today 55 years ago? My father tried to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jimmy. No. Oh. He was very pleased when he found out there was a little bird in the oven. Is that true? Yes. Today is my birthday. I, I always hate my birthday, uh, Matt. Can I just feel right. older? And I'm fatter, and I'm, I ate poorly in Austin. Um, um, 55? 55 today. Very depressing. I'm happy. I, look, life is good. I have great friends. I have a fun job. I have a fun podcast with you. I yeah. love doing – like, life is good. But, again, I just feel like a fat-necked bird. Yeah. You always got, you're, you're, I'm really intrigued by all your cups. You have goblets, goblets, goblets? Yes, this is a, I don't know what, Bet DSI, I don't even know what it is. It was just, it's one of those things you get when you do a gig. I can't get over how fat my neck looks from this camera angle. Oh, I should execute it. I got a 19 and a half inch neck. Look at that thing. Well, your neck is muscle, Matt. My, my neck is just, uh, I've been a very, I, I was a very poorly eating bird on the road. You look like you're wearing a true classic t-shirt. Is that a true classic? I don't know. No, it's James Purse. Okay. Uh, hey, listen, speaking of gigs. I, you, we didn't, we, you know, I, we had um, the great Bilal Muhammad on. on yes, Monday we show. did. So I didn't really get to talk too much. You know, Spielberg, how's that going? What? Oh, I'm no, trying no, to fix no, this camera here. That fine. You're directing it fine. Listen to me. 
How did Austin go? It was unbelievable. Right. I can't fix this. That, there we go. You had your friend. Uh, that's even worse. I, I, I just friend. suck. You're looking good. You had your friend. I'm mixing with the camera. I apologize. Oh, you had your I'm friend. knocking shit off the desk. Now Sorry, saying. Matt. Go ahead. You had your no, friend. I'm making a mess. I'm done. I'm out. I didn't do that on purpose. No, I, you said something about a friend. Who'd you have open for you? Uh, Karen Feehan, who's very funny. That's she's, uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's funny. She has some dirty humor yeah. like you. Oh, she's mean. Yeah, she's really good. She's very. She's a mean, rotten person. Very funny. And it, and it went well. You're saying when you went, it went like swimmingly. You're happy with how it went at Joe's. At Joe's. Loved it. Yeah, I did six shows. Um, we, we, we were supposed to do four. We added two on Sunday. They were all sold out. It's just the club is. I didn't see Joe. He's away. He's out of town, um, vacationing. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I would love to have seen him, but. Uh, it was just great. It's it was a, a great weekend. I don't love the town. It, it, the town is a little weird. Like it's too hot, and it's kind of there's not a lot happening in that downtown area during the day. It's the only place I've ever been with a. It's scarier during the day than it is at night. Why? What but do you I, mean? Uh, scarier? It's, like that. <laughs> it's desolate during the day. At night, it's like uh, there, there's people walking around and milling about. But it's kind of like you know the Walking Dead in the afternoon. It's very weird. Yeah. I don't really go out. I don't walk around that much during the day. But at nighttime, it was nice. I went to Fogo Mochow. <laughs> like, there's a I did see that, yeah. Yep. Oh, you've seen that place. John Downer, he lives right around there, which is frightening. And uh, he he got his rash gone on. And we went and we got some, some turkey and bacon. Do you like those Brazilian barbecues? Oh, oh yeah. There's one here. Patrice used to love the love those. Those were his favorite yeah. places to eat. Yeah, those uh, Brazilian meat restaurants or steak. Uh, and and he uh, Plataforma is the one here in New York. And Matt, I, before we bring I, in Paul Craig, I want to plug something before I forget. It looks like our interview with forty uh, fifth president, um, former President Trump, will be up. It looks like Friday morning it's going up. That was what Adam told me yesterday. So I'm going to plug it as if this yeah. Friday morning. Looks like it'll be on Fight Pass, the UFC's YouTube. There's probably going to be a bunch of clips, but um, it was just a matter of them, you know, like syncing up the audio because they wanted in color correcting. They wanted to look good. Um, so it looks like this Friday morning, uh, our, our interview will go up. I think now with Paul Craig in the waiting room, we got a lot to talk about. Being that you are now a jiu-jitsu player, now you know what I mean. Well, I don't know. I mean, today he did actually take the gi off for a few minutes at the very end because he was showing me uh, something. Shit, man. I grew his hair out. He looks good. Yeah, Paul. Hey, Paul. Who are you, Hank? Handsome? Very just, good. Yeah, it looks nice. We I like just moved that off the wall we're on. What is that? It's like a fucking big spoon. Well, do a lot of coke with that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a, just a couple of wee tootskies. <laughs> what what do you do with a, a a spoon that big? What is that for? I think it's just a wall decoration thing. I'm just trying yeah, to get fancy. It's just trying to be fancy. Hotel man, that's all it is. On the other wall, do we have a big fork? <laughs> well, well. Oh right! Oh, there is a fuck. Oh my god! Spatula fork? What is that? That's that's for burglars. Oh. Or zombies. Wait, are you uh, in an Airbnb, so Paul? Are you in an Airbnb I'm, I'm, and that was just... I, I, as I sat down, I knocked, every, I knocked the spoon off the wall, man, and it was just making so much noise. <laughs> um, congratulations, I guess, on moving down. How long did you wanted to, to move down uh, in weight? I hadn't known you wanted to. Yeah, so it's one of these things we've always kind of thought about. You know, we never ever cut a lot of weight, so we've always been like, you know what, maybe we could make middleweight, and it's always been a question in the back of my mind. And it's one of these things, you know, when you fight and you lose a fight, social media becomes like, ah, Paul should be a middleweight, Paul should be a middleweight. And what happened was, um, I had a chat with management, and they were like, well, have you thought about actually going to middleweight? And I was like, well, I didn't think it was, a, was possible. So we went to the PI, PI run all the tests, and from that, they decided, yep, you can make middleweight. I mean, it's going to be shitty, but you can make it. 
Um, so we got in touch with a good nutritionist, a guy we worked with me for the last year. And his job would used to be about making us retain weight and keep muscle on. Now it became about us reducing the calories and getting down to that 84 kg. That's a big drop. Yeah. Now, what made you decide, like, a lot of guys have two different philosophies as they fight on. Some guys are like, the weight cut makes me, uh, you know, tired faster. I, I lose energy. And uh, you're feeling like the advantage would be, obviously, you're, if you're going to, you're, you're grappling with guys who are probably not as naturally big walking around. Is that kind of the thinking going in? Well, I'm not the biggest light heavyweights. When you look at me against M. Dales in the division, when you look at the guys, you can see they've got muscle mass. I'm not a muscly guy. If I was a 100-meter swimmer, you'd be like, that guy's good. I'm tall, I'm lean, I'm long. But it falls into my jiu-jitsu game, which is good. But I believe it. I've been playing at it. I've been playing at being a light heavyweight. Now I'm moving down to middleweight, and it's my natural weight. And I think that I opened my was standing across the octagon for Johnny Walker. Now, Johnny Walker is obviously an outlier in the light heavyweight division, meaning he's very, very big. But by the time he bulked up and put all the water weight back on and refueled after the fight we had in Brazil at the start of the year, that was kind of an eye-opener for me where I was like, we're not even in the same league. We're not even the same animal. So we went back to the drawing board, had to be think about it, and went, right, you can hang with the light heavyweights. How would you do against the middleweights? Now, there has some really good athletic middleweights who are muscular and all this kind of stuff. But I believe my jiu-jitsu is just that little bit sneaky and I should, in theory, be able to cut the weight and go down to middleweight and be a dangerous threat in this division. So that's now before, well, listen, it's not like you didn't do well at light heavy. I mean, yeah. you dropped the last two, but before that, man, you took out some names and you were unbeaten in six fights. So yeah. you, you think this might be the piece that's missing now, just the, the weight class? Uh, 100%. I believe like, so one of the things I said was I wanted to be 35 and I believe the sport at 35. But what I found was my numbers were getting better. So as I was getting older, I was getting stronger, um, lifting weights, I was becoming quicker. My skill was getting better. So I was like, right, that number 35 literally means nothing. When I originally made that number, going back like 10 years ago, I made a deal with myself and said 35 was the number. And we've seen fighters who are coming to the end of their career at 35. The game's changed so much. When you start paying into like, oh, how conditions became a huge part of it, how yoga, all these kind of nutrition supplements that's helped you prolong your career. So in that, I've became a better athlete. And then now by moving down to middleweight, everything started to increase as well. So heart rate's dropped to 35 beats a minute. Uh, my power output on cardio machines is through the roof. We went to the PI and we set the record for the six seconds repeat sprint. Like So that's up against everybody in all divisions, and I've got the record in the PI. We also were a couple of seconds off of being like uh, one of the highest VO2 max on the roster as well. We had the like one of the, the best neck strengths in the, the, the light heavyweight division as well. So when you look at these numbers, being a 35-year-old male, getting better wage, man, this wine's just getting better and better, man. So as long as this wine keeps getting better, I'll keep pushing it. What, yeah. Was it hard? Oh, go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just going to ask, with, with your, your jiu-jitsu being at such a high level, did you ever plan on doing any jiu-jitsu matches, whether it's through Fight Pass or even an Abu Dhabi-type situation? Yeah, I've done, I've done a few. But see this new wave of jiu-jitsu guys? They just try and jump in your legs. Now, yeah. in your world, somebody, if somebody jumps in your legs in MMA, they're going to get pounded out. Somebody grabs their legs, you're going to take an absolute beat and you're going to catch these hands. So it's hard to kind of spread yourself over these two. Old school jiu-jitsu, going back like five years ago when everybody wasn't really worried about leg locks, yeah. I'd smash everybody. But now these new guys are coming with these leg locks and they're just ripping heels. And especially if you're a UFC athlete and somebody's swinging off your legs, that's maybe six months out of the game. It's true. It's true. I mean, look what happened to uh, – it wasn't that, but it was a leg injury, a torn ACL with uh, Cub Swanson. We did that's one of right. the- he did one of these tournaments, uh, fight past things, and he was out for a while. I think they're I doing the thing now where they're having an agreement where 
when these uh, UFC fighters are jumping in there, they're making an agreement. Well, all right, no leg locks. Maybe with the rules, then it's 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 going to be more favourable for me. But see the way my career's going in the MMA, I might as well keep striking where iron's hot. You know, as I said, thirty-five. Maybe get two or three years left in the tank. They want to be spending six months doing a fight camp for a jiu-jitsu match, or they want to do six months for a fight camp for MMA. True. And, and Paul, you had the the only win. It was it a little tempting to stay a light heavyweight when you had the only win against Jamal Hill, uh, and it was a it was a, you put him away. It was a very impressive win, and sometimes that builds a story where. Hey, wait, wait, you know, that's what made Pajeda Adesanya so good because he had beaten him and nobody else could beat him. Was it tempting to stay for that or did that just uh, not keep it, keep it, was that not enough for you anymore? Yeah, I still don't think my late heavyweight career is over. Um, I, can, I can switch between both of them. I thought we would try middleweight. Um, I do believe this is where my weight class is, but I can still move up. And especially with the, the title being dropped recently. There's going to be a lot of movement in there, so maybe in a few after this fight camp, we then hit another fight camp, maybe light heavyweight, it might be middleweight. You just need to wait and see what the UFC offer. If the fight's favourable, a light heavyweight, I'll bite the hand off you. But it needs to be a favourable fight. It needs to be what gets me excited. When you look at who have fought in the light heavyweight division, um, going through like, the top 10, like I've fought pretty much everybody in the top 10 who isn't injured. We like when you look at like you've got Prohaska injured, you've got Rakic injured, uh, not fought Jan Blasiewicz, but everybody else who's up there, I've, I've fought, be it maybe getting two losses against uh, Ozdemir and Johnny Walker, but I'm still in the mix in that division. Hey, and I was going to ask you, Paul, we like asking all the fighters on here, what do they do on a rest day? What's a day you got nothing going on? I don't want an active rest. I don't want going for a light jog or a hike. I want to know, are you streaming anything? Are you listen, watching any movies? Or well, well, Give me something on a rest day we're doing. Um, you, ever, you ever watch the, the Sopranos, what Tony does in his rest day? He goes to buy that bangs and he, nah, I can't do this. I don't do that. I don't go to the strippers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like what? Sopranos? Like, uh, the the, the prosies, mate, I, I go, I don't see the point of paying for the dancing when you can get the, 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 real, the real deal on the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see the real gangster shit over there, Paul? No, I'm, 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 kidding. I'm, kidding you on, man. Uh, I'm, I'm really like a middle-aged man. I go uh, golfing. That's what happens when uh, guys get to an age, they decide to play golf. And uh, I had a look at myself one day. I was getting ready for golf. It's a Sunday. I love playing golf. And I walked past the mirror and I looked at myself and I went, you disappoint me. You became everything. <laughs> you became everything that's rang with the world. You know, I had the golf pants on, I had oh, the shoes, I had the, I had the high neck polo shirt. I was, I mean, I looked like a great golfer, but just disappointing <laughs> myself. I became everything I hated. Are uh, you good though? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively good. I can hit the ball straight, driving at maybe about 250, 270. Uh, my short game's much better than my long game. So I have ups and downs. And I think that's what keeps me coming back at that is my the ability to try and get better. Um, and you go there with your mates and then you end up in the clubhouse having a couple of beers, a couple of Guinnesses. And uh, it's more of a social thing than an actual, the whole just playing golf. I never played it, but it, it's it's amazing. Like politicians play it, business guys play it, ex-basketball players, football, like every athlete, there's something about it that people love. And I, it just looks awful to me. Do, do you find it relaxing? Because when I suck at something, it makes me angry and I can't relax. It's very relaxing, but my advice is don't start golf. Do not start it. Because what happens is you start, you have a few balls, and you're like, ah, this is rubbish. This isn't great. And then six months later, you're like 10 grand deep in the hole. You're dressed in all the best of gear. Your clubs are <laughs> made this, but you can't actually hit the ball. And you just get obsessed with it, and you get obsessed with trying to be better. And uh, yep. I find like all this like sort of technology, because I'm quite a techno guy. I had like a, a laser sight from a putter which is banned, and I'm using this laser sight to try and get the read of the green. So my advice is don't start because you'll enjoy it too much and you'll end up losing your uh, family. Oh, yeah, you'll go, 
People friend of mine work. goes like five days a week. Uh, Matt Rich Voss, our awful friend Rich Voss, who's not a nice person, but he golfs literally five days a week. He gets up at six a.m. and he goes and he fucking golfs. And uh, you're right; it seems very addicting. Yep, and it's like it's not just like ten minutes. Oh, I'm I'm just going to go for an hour. You're literally there for three hours, and then depending on who's in front, you depends on how long it's going to be. And you get a bit pissy, and uh, and then when the beers kick in, and you're on the ninth hole, and you need to play the rest of the you need to play the rest of the course, and you can't be asked, and all you want to do is go back to the clubhouse and drink more. So don't don't start it. Yeah, he. I'll tell you, Paul. You'll be proud of my little friend here. He started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and how are you join it? How's your how's your journey in jiu-jitsu? I I love it, um, but it's 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 watching it. You don't realize how exhausting every aspect. How the fuck did anybody make a living doing this? Like it's crazy. <laughs> Just doing like little drills. I'm like, I I, I was uh, I was about to choke somebody in class. And I literally just ran out of oxygen. I'm like, I can't breathe. He's like, no, I didn't tap. I'm like, no, I'm tapping. I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> so it, the fact that you guys do this and do it with another guy who's really trying to strangle you, it's incredible. I love it because I can feel like I'm slightly better at it. Um, and today we, we we did a little bit of no gi today. I've been doing gi like Matt always says, just to get the grips. And uh, But I absolutely love it. And I, I know that I'll never be particularly great at it. But hey, if a guy attacks me in the mall, I'll be better now than I was a few months ago. As long as you can bum scoot along the ground, like, like as long as you like pull guard, you'll you'll be all right. Uh, and then between that, it's like I don't know how to do jujitsu there. Um, but one of the things I like about jujitsu is you put people, you put target on people's back as you're becoming, as you're learning how to learning the moves, and you're like, this guy's better than me, but he's not massively better than me, so I'm going to chase to beat him. If you got somebody in the gym that you're like, he's the guy that you go for, he's the guy that's making you better because you want to beat him. Uh, right. Yeah. I don't, I do mostly privates. I do some classes, but my schedule, the, the, the classes start and I have to get back here for this. So it's actually the privates work better. Cause I'm able to go a half hour earlier and get back in time to, to broadcast. But, um, yeah, it really is. Uh, it makes you feel like I'm, I feel like I'm learning a little something, but I want to do more no gi just because again, in the summer, most people are not walking around with heavy collars, uh, that I'll be able to, to, to try to choke them with. So I want to learn more no gi stuff. You're learning to start street fights. That's that you're learning to look to go out actively into the shopping malls and kick ass in street fights. That's what it is. Like guys yeah. wearing house clothes, like you're getting it. That's what I want. Yeah, it's not. It's not to compete. Like I'm, I mean, I'm 55. I'm not going to enter a tournament. But if again, if there's a problem at the movie theater, I want to at least be able to not be humiliated. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, they're on their phones in the movie theater, Jimmy. After a few lessons, I want you to get up and say, "Hey." Zippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my yeah. fucking body. They're gonna they're gonna know you know something. I like the thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Well listen, man. I I love jujitsu yeah. and I love watching you fight Paul Craig because yes. you've got some of the best jujitsu in the biz, I'll tell you right now. Damien and I left. Now who do I gotta look forward to? Paul Craig. You build your so do you prefer, do you, do you, if you went back to Nogi, do you love Nogi? Because I, I miss, I miss Gi. I really miss Gi. I miss spending the time in the Gi. I miss the collar chokes. I miss slowing down these young guys, these young bucks that are like just like going wild and they've got to scramble. So I miss Gi. Uh, and, yeah. and that's, I can't wait. I can't wait to come to the end of my MMA career. Yeah, start picking back up the Gi and start doing traditional jiu-jitsu. It is funny. The gi, it, the friction of the gi. I, I just, I love that. I love, I love the chokes. I love the way your forearms feel after you strangle people. But also, it does take away all these, um, the majority of the leg locks. It does. It takes it away. It just puts the brakes on them. Where when you don't have the the, the grips, they can still still maneuver. And there's no striking. Edge, may, may I add that? They could just, you know, keep getting inverted and underneath you and lifting, and they get a, a bite of these legs. You could take it away so easily with the with the gi on. Oh, I like that too. I don't like people living on 50-50s and shit. I don't got time for that. Nah, it's, it's no jujitsu for me, man. It's playing uh, footsie. That's what that is. It is playing footsie. It is funny because the elitists, guys like Gary Tonin, Ryan Hall, sometimes it'll cost them. They both got put to sleep looking for a leg but they also took many legs. Yeah. So, you know, I, I believe it's all what you're hitting in the school 
you should be able to hit there, but there should be some emphasis on distance management. You know what I mean? All right, we can no. talk to you all day. And let me ask Paul before he goes. Before he goes, because you're uh, you're fighting Andre Muniz, who uh, who was uh, subbed by Brendan Allen in his last fight. Uh, so what are you expecting out of this? And you, I believe you're the third uh, the third fight up. Uh, on the card this Saturday. What are you expecting uh, out of Andre? And what do you think he's expecting out of you uh, coming down to middleweight? Yeah, I think he's he's obviously a very good jiu-jitsu practitioner. He broke uh, Jacare's arm. He broke another UFC fighter's arm in that nice shotgun armbar. Now, it's a beautiful setup from the tripod when the guy goes into that tripod position and then he rolls off the back and catches that armbar. Beautiful. I think they've made mistakes and I know Jacques is a high level jiu-jitsu practitioner and, I'm, and it was, I was quite shocked to see that he made these mistakes. I don't think he's going to catch me with this. Um, I believe my jiu-jitsu is, I'm very good off my back. So whereas people are scrambling, he got making mistakes and giving them the back. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, and I think if we go to the ground, I should in theory, size, skill wise, be a lot better in these positions than him. But what I think is going to happen is when two grapplers normally get the opportunity to fight each other, they normally stand up, don't they? And I see that's what's going to happen. And I see it's going to be this uh, back and forward, defend a couple of takedowns and hit some heavy shots. I've always been chasing like a, a knockout in my career. Like I love submissions and a victory is a victory. It doesn't matter, be it in the first round, last round, a submission, a TKO. But I've never had a knockout victory on my record, and I would love to have that uh, as my middleweight debut, a knockout victory. They get pretty addicting, too. Even guys who are really good at jiu-jitsu, uh, yeah, Roy Nelson is the example I think of, that, that once you knock somebody out, they, I think uh, DC talked about it, just it gets so addicting wanting to just knock somebody out. So I'd, I'd love to get that. Um, but if a victory's there, I'm going to take it no matter where it is. But I do believe it's going to be a stand-up battle, gaining little inches, and who can control that, that distance, distance management on the stand-up battle. And whoever can control that is going to be victorious in the, the night. Well, I this Saturday, about, it's... Uh, Jimmy, I'm sorry, was, Matt, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel good about this. I don't know if it's this, everything, the stars being aligned. I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. And Jimmy, as you point out, at 35 years young, I knocked the shit out of Frank Drake. I yes, fucked, you did. I took that bald motherfucker and I found that chin. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my, what I'm trying to say is I'm giving that positive energy to you. As a sure. Teacher. And I worked my guard so much for Frank Drake and I ended up knocking him out. I just feel 35. They're worried about your jujitsu. Come You're on. Coming man. Man. 35, I'm coming to mind. Let's fucking go. I like well, it. this Saturday, I want to plug uh, Aspinall Tybora. It starts, if you're here in the States, it's noon Eastern time of the prelims, and uh, 3 o'clock Eastern time is the main car, which is perfect. You're home on a Saturday afternoon. You can watch these fights. So you're going to get great, great visibility on these fights, Paul. Uh, and congratulations on, on getting down to middleweight uh, like you wanted to. And uh, I can't wait to see this fight. This is a great fight. Have a good one. Thanks so much, guys. Speak to you soon. Okay, yeah, buddy. Paul. Take care. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
Yeah, that's uh, very interesting to see what happens. And that, that's a fight I'm looking forward to, too. Whenever a guy changes weight, I, it's just not as common when a guy gets up into his mid-30s to go down in weight, but it does happen. I mean, Gastelum, uh, didn't he go down? Or did he go back? No, he went up. I'm sorry. He went up to middleweight. Um, yeah, so I guess most guys go up. Dude, yes. first her win off of Holly Holm, we yeah. had uh, Myra in the... Uh, Myra Buena Silva, yes, an incredible win. And she was going to come on Monday, but there was something with her flight got delayed or something. So uh, so let's, bring, let's get to know that? Myra. Yes. I'm going to say that. I know. It's a nice, I like it when you, when you greet people like that. Let's get to know them. It's perfect. I know them. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Ah. Hey. Hello. Hello, Myra. How are you? Good. And do. Very, Very good. Thank congratulations, you. Congratulations, Myra. What a victory the other night. What a victory. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks so much. How long? I've seen you do that guillotine before. Do you call it the power guillotine? What do you call it? It looks like a real naked choke on the neck. But what do you call that guillotine? Shita choke. <laughs> oh, watch your mouth. I'm only kidding. What was that? <laughs> Shita choke. Shita choke. Mean? Because it's Shitara. Shitara, Shita oh. Choke. Oh, Shitara. Like Shitara? Do you know the Thundercats, the, the, the cartoon? Shitara, yes. Now you're speaking my language when you talk Thundercats. The Shitara yeah. Choke. Yes, Shita Choke. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Come on, do it with me, Myra. Thunder, thunder, <laughs> thunder, thunder, cats. That was a fun joke. Sorry. Did you know, Myra, did you know you had her? Because I said to Matt before, Holly has lost fights and Misha did technically submit her, but she went out punching. You're the first person to get Holly to tap. Did you Did you know you had her and did you see it ending that way? Yes, yes. When I when I put my arms, put my 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 cheek, I know hey, this girl only sleep or tap. That was it. She was going to sleep or tap. I want to know, Myra, what did you start with with training? Did you start with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Yes, I'm starting my country, Jiu-Jitsu, because everybody, my, my friends, everybody talk about Jiu-Jitsu, arm bar, choking, these things, you know? And then I, okay, I start training Jiu-Jitsu because I don't have more what to talk to my friends. That's so funny. Now, do you still talk to these friends? Or are they like, man, you took that to the next level? Yes, yes. I talk to my, my, my friends. How happy are they for you when they seen where you took your jiu-jitsu? Everybody, everybody. Um, um, unbelievable, unbelievable. Ah, you do this. <laughs> yeah, I do this. And where? And now, do you live now still in Brazil? No, I'm living in Florida now. Ah, you, know, you know, you Brazilians, you love that hot, the nice, the hot weather and the warm weather, right? You love the warm weather. That's why you chose Florida? Yes, this is the same Brazil. And then I love Florida because the same Brazil. And do you feel like that win, that was such an impressive win and such a like a solid win. And you, I think you jumped seven spots in the rankings. Do you feel like your life was kind of changed uh, after that win? Like now you're going to be in, in, in serious contention for a title, if not the next person to fight for that vacant belt. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but uh, I train hard for this moment. Uh, I seven years in my career, I, I, I don't, I don't do nothing about uh, only, only training, only training, only stay in the gym. Everything I do is about the UFC, and then I deserve this, this moment. I deserve them. I deserve. Yeah, you beat Holly Holm. I mean, you did something that no one has been able to do yet. Uh, the way you beat her. And do you think you match up well against uh, Juliana Pena if that's if that's indeed what the matchup would be? Of course, yeah. uh, everybody want to see this fight. Everybody, because it's entertainment. It's the great entertainment. I am new face. I am. Uh, in, uh, I finished my fight. Uh, I have a lot of submission. I have a lot of fight of the night. I have a lot of performance of the night. And what do you, uh, I, I think Juliana Pena had tweeted that you need to get in line if you want to fight her. Do you think she's just trying to build 
hype for the fight or do you think she wants somebody else before you? I think, I think Juliana is afraid of. Juliana won an uh, easy fight. Do you know? Oh, okay. Juliana won an easy fight. Me, uh, nobody watch is uh, nobody watch a, a bad fight. I always uh, excited in the, the people, always. It's true. Very exciting. Myra, let me ask you. I know you're training a lot. That's what you're concentrating on. Let me ask you, on a day off, what do you like to do? What do you like to do? What is a nice hobby besides training? Are we reading any books? Are we watching anything on Netflix? Talk to me. I love cooking. I love true cooking. Ooh, what kind yeah. of cooking? I'm getting hungry. I cook everything, everything. Sweet out desserts and and food or just the just uh, no only only uh, only food only food dessert is no good dessert isn't good don't want to eat my dessert don't want to eat <laughs> no, no no desserts from you what do you what's your favorite dish that you like to cook your Brazilian Bra Brazilian foods everything Brazilian foods. Do you cook healthy? Like when you're in camp, or, or, or do you cook for good taste? Or are you, are you able to cook very lean and healthy meals when you're in camp? Yes, yes. I, I cook clean, clean, clean foods for my, my diet. Um, and what do you think of Amanda leaving? I mean, I know everyone really respects Amanda Nunes, but do you, uh, you know, now that there's a vacant belt, it's good for you, but it's also, it, it would have been nice if you had a chance to fight her. So what are your thoughts on her stepping aside? Amanda kill every girl's the, the contender. Every's the contender. With me, it's no different. Amanda is the best. Oh, that's so nice. That's yeah. nice. I yeah. even if you don't believe that. You truly believe that. That's nice. Yeah, she's a goat. She's a goat. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's were, were you surprised she retired that the way she did? <laughs> no, no, because I, I wanna she she win everybody. Now she wanna she 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 care for your family. This is great. She it's did everything. A, she do everything. She did it all right. And, and she left on top, which I think it's hard to leave on top. Like Robbie Lawler just retired and he, you know, he had a 30 second knockout over Nico Price. And it's got to be hard to leave when you have such a win and you take no damage. So I respect people that leave on top. It's not easy to do. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's hard to stay in the top for a long time. I'm going to do this in two divisions. It's yeah. hard. Now you're concentrating on your fighting, which is the right thing, but your jujitsu is a, a, it's a high level, really high level. Did you ever think about doing some grappling matches like on the UFC fight pass or like a world's championships or something while you're fighting or even, or after your fight career? Is that of course, of course. I send a message for fight to the grappling in the, in this, in the fight pass. But nobody respond me. Hey, please put me fight the grappling. <laughs> well, hey, do that again after your last fight. Oh no, they're gonna be they're gonna pick up the phone on that. <laughs> I would love I would love to see that. And you're on the same team, I think, as uh, Pantoja. How good did it feel to see him get that win? And uh, I, I I didn't. People were booing because they love Moreno. But uh, there's a lot to his story that people don't know. So you must have been very happy to see him get that win, how good that was for him. I respect Moreno, but Pantoja is the best flyweight in the world. This guy is amazing, guys. Amazing person. I love the guy. I love this guy. It, I know. It was very emotional when he was yeah. in the cage. When he was talking about it, you, if you knew my story, you wouldn't boo me. Well, I'm like, oh, you would cheer for me. That was very, right there, he won me over just with that. And then when he had his kids in the cage, that was very emotional. Get a little tear. Yeah. yeah. No, a long time, not a long time ago, Pantoja drive you Uber. I heard. One years ago, drive you Uber for, for care of your family. This guy is amazing, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's guy that's. I was happy for him. I was very happy for him. I thought he deserved it. It was a very close fight. It was a great fight, but I, I thought he deserved it. And uh, I was happy for him. And, uh, and congratulations to you. I mean, again, that was such an impressive uh, win. And you did something that no one has been able to do yet. So I can't wait to see who you fight next, uh, whether it's Pena or whoever else it is. You'll be getting a shot at the title very soon, I'm sure. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, enjoy this. 
Thanks so much, guys. God bless you. See you soon in the back. Yes, I can't wait to see who you fight next, and we'd love to talk to you again before your next fight. Okay, thanks so much. Hey, Mete, okay. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you so much. Congrats again. Take care. So Myra Bueno Silva, thank you very much. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Very, um, very pleasant, very pleasant, that girl. Yeah. Don't you like to see, I mean, because Pena kind of shot up after that, obviously that, that Amanda win was such a big moment for her. I love to see people when they are going from one place and they are just all of a sudden in, in, the, in the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Where somebody is fighting yeah. their way up and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you're either getting a shot now or, or, or very, very soon. And I'm always, it's always exciting to watch a fighter get to that point. Well, it's exciting for me and you to do a, at least a few picks. Let's go. I think we should, Matt. Um, let's see. Hold on. Let, let Daddy. Realize. Hold on. Let Daddy get to the card. Let Daddy get the card. Daddy's here. Okay. Sorry. All uh, right. Molly McCann. I didn't even realize she's fighting the co-main event. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, let's. Uh, Yulia Stoli, uh, Um Hold on. I'm trying to make this bigger, and I fucking I'm not clicking it right. I'm so stupid. Hold on. Uh, I'll tell you right now. There we go. Uh, yeah, Yulia Stolyarenko. <sighs> Molly is coming off that sub loss to uh, uh, Blanchfield. Oof. Well, I'll tell you right now, Yulia has got one win in her last five fights, so she better look to pull something out of her freaking UFC shorts there. You understand? And yeah. Molly McCann, she's coming off that one loss, but again, it is to Aaron Blanchfield. And Aaron Blanchfield is a damn beast. You know what I mean? Yes. And most of her, or not most, but at least two of her subs, uh, Stolyarenko's sub, uh, losses have been, uh, no, one of her losses is a sub, two decisions, and uh, one TKO. So she's kind of been beaten in every way. Um, I'm going to give this to McCann. I think she winds up winning this fight. Uh, and again, you know, losing a grappling to, to Blanchfield, you know, there's no shame in that. So I think that she winds up stopping her. Um, she's probably going to come out very aggressive because I, Molly McCann seems like the type of person who would like to uh, very much uh, right that wrong of what happened uh, last time. So I'm going to say McCann in the first. McCann in the second. Okay. I almost went McCann in the second. So um, what do you think about the main Martin Tibora against Tom Aspinall? Uh, and Aspinall, unfortunately, had that injury, which ended the Blades fight. Uh, but was looking really great with victories over Spivak, uh, Volkov, Arlovsky leading up to that, all stoppages in the first. Uh, but Tybur is a fucking animal, too. He's not an easy win for anybody. First round <sighs> knockout, Tom Aspinall. Uh, I said it. Yeah, I, I'm getting after it, bro. I say... What? What do you say? I say Aspinall... In the third, I think Tybora is good enough and smart enough a fighter to stay with him for the first couple rounds and avoid it. Um, I don't think it goes five, but I do think he makes it to the third before Aspinall stops him. And I think yeah. Tybora has, I, I think they're one to one going into the fucking third. That's my guess. Remember that too. Jake, put that down. So when there's a first round knockout, I feel like an even bigger asshole because I'm sure Matt is <laughs> probably going to be right about this. But I'm taking a third round stoppage. Uh, Nathaniel Woodigas, Andre Feely is the uh, is the uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's the the third. The, let me see. Uh, that's the. I I thought that. Uh, yeah, it's the fourth fight up. Okay. Um, Feely's coming off that win. I am so annoyed at my computer right now. Split decision win. What do you think, Matt? I'm gonna say Feely by decision. I'm gonna take. Uh, I think Nathaniel Wood gets a decision in this. He's won four out of five. His only loss was a decision. Um, I'm going to give him, he's uh, coming off wins over uh, Jordan and Rosa. I'm going to give him a uh, big. I'm going to give him a decision win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Paul Craig against Moon is very interesting to see how Paul Craig, he's coming off two losses. How does he respond going down in weight? Is he stronger and, and matched up better against smaller guys? Or does the weight cut deplete him a little bit? He seemed to be in a very good space. I say that Paul Craig uh, wins by a submission, and I say he's going to win in the second. I think the first round he feels him out a little bit, and the second round um, win by submission. Paul Craig knockout. Mm. You're giving him that first win. Okay. Ooh. Oh, Matt, you're such a goose. What are you doing for your birthday today? Um, I am going to eat a Reggie bar. It's a candy bar that my friend gave me, and I still have to go out. I have a set tonight, 7 p.m. at the Fat Black Pussycat, if anybody wants to come see me. Sorry, I am go back to your, your, your chocolate bar that you're going to eat. You, you really just – I asked what you're going to do for your, your – ask me what I'm doing for my birthday. Oh, well, I'm going to have a Butterfinger. At, dude, what are you – are you special? What's the matter with you? I'm having a Reggie bar because it was a gift from my friend a couple days ago, and I, I love Reggie Jackson, and I love Reggie bars. So I'm going to eat a Reggie bar. I never heard of a Reggie ball before. Well, I'm, I'm a listen. You are special in a good way, not a bad. I'm sorry about that. I'm a Yankee <laughs> fan when I was a kid. And I love Reggie Jackson. Reggie Bar was Reggie was a slugger from the Yankees, and he had his own candy bar. He's one of the first athletes to have that. What and as a boy, I loved Reggie bars. Old Fat Neck Jim is going to have one today. But they don't even do they make them? Where do they make a Reggie? I guess they started recently to celebrate Reggie Jackson, as they should never have stopped making them. Is there nougat? It. There's nougat. It's chocolate and nougat. Every boy's favorite treat. What is it? It's just chocolate and nougat? Yes, it is. Any bit of nuts in it? Yes, there are nuts in it. Well, I want to know. You're giving me little... Can you tell me what's in the goddamn bar? Hold on. Let me look at it. Ask me what's in the Twix. You got a little cookie crunch, caramel. Share I, this guy shared a file for us. I oh, better well, it's probably a, probably a... Oh! A, that, yes. looks like, that doesn't look like a Reggie bar to me. It is a Reggie bar. He would never lie. He knows better that than That was like lying. a turtle thing. Like those turtle chocolates. Yeah, I'm going to show you a picture of a Reggie bar. Jimmy, can you, be can you see that, Matt? Oh, that is oh, a yeah, he, see, he put it up. Okay. I, I want that. Can... That looks good. No wonder why you're, you're announcing you're going to eat a chocolate. Reggie hitting the home run. I mean, come on. He's fucking smacking it. Candy bar. Even though I'm a fat-necked little idiot, I'm a, bl I'm a pelican-necked bird. Fucking Scarface should be in the tub watching me try to fly. That's what a pelican-necked little bird I am. Jimmy, what about a Jimmy Bar? Jimmy Bar would be fucking... A Jimmy Jizz. Just you have just open up a thing of cum. <laughs> sorry jimmy they can't all be out of the park you understand? that's okay out of the park a reggie bar all right matt look uh what i'm doing tonight I'm, I'm i literally have a set to do i'm doing our podcast i have to pack i'm doing another podcast after this and then i'm driving up to montreal for a couple of days and uh we're gonna just go to dinner and uh just spend a couple of days away and then starting monday i'm back to fucking four days a week of training well in another month or less you're stopping by Sarah BJJ. Yes, I can't wait. I really am looking forward to it. Get one of these um, jerseys. Yeah. I was with Mike today. Sometimes he has somebody and he'll run us through stuff. But today it was me and Mike uh, Jarmillo, who is really a, a murderer. And uh, somebody came up after Mike went to the bathroom and he goes, you got Mike in a gi? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, you must be special. He doesn't even put the gi on anymore. And uh, yeah, he's a very dangerous guy. And he's a great, great teacher. Jedi, Mike J. I'm so happy you're with him. Uh, I listen, love him. Enjoy, enjoy your birthday, my buddy. Thank you, Matt. And, and uh, listen, I will talk to you. I'll talk to you about a weekend, I'm sure. And yet we're going to definitely talk because it looks like Friday, according to Adam. It looks like, again, oh. they put the interview through all this stuff that the, uh, the uh, interview we did with President Trump, which, by the way, it's about fighting. We talk about boxing. We talk about MMA. 
no politics, no fucking politics. We don't do that. And it was, I don't even mind talking to him, but it's a fight podcast and it was about fighting and his support for UFC. And uh, whether you like Trump's politics or not is not relevant. The guy was a supporter of Dana and the UFC when most people, like Matt points out during the interview, most people were running away from the UFC and he was a true fan and a supporter. So we My were happy first to fight, have him Jimmy, on. Trump Taj Mahal. That's UFC right. 31. 2001 my uh, first headline gig was actually like where I'm, when i started doing my first like 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 casino headline gig was trump marina so yeah he was good to me early on too me too buddy and he was good to us and i can't wait for people to see that interview absolutely he was great he was really great and really uh when you see him talking about something that isn't polarizing it's just interesting to watch him talk about something that he likes so much like fighting yeah. so i hope people enjoy it and if they don't i'm still glad we did it and we would do it again Yes, we would. And we'll be doing this again. Yes. I'm not the best with segues. I will talk to you over the weekend, Jimmy. You didn't sing happy birthday to me. I mean, it's just, I mean, it hurts. It was your birthday, so I figured I'd not sing for you. That's your gift. All right. I was just. Jimmy, when we hang up, I'll just FaceTime you and do it. I thought it would be nice. All right. You ready? Three, two. Don't you hang up. No. Happy birthday. To you, my your mother. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Have a good See you later. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, pal. See you soon. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.